Hello, my name's David and this is the Hypothetic RL, a podcast about the what-ifs of rugby league history. You're joining me for one of the episodes of our 1992 season and for this episode we have our Gold Coast representative who's Matt. How are you going, Matt? Yeah, good, mate. Thanks. So we did just start talking uh, just before we recorded and apologies, you've got the Gold Coast. Um, I mean, it's not apologies, it's your team, so... It's too yeah, bad for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you yeah, can't mate, change that. There's only been about three good years in the last 30 odd, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you're a um, Rugby League Digest uh, listener, but um, when they talk about the formation of the Gold Coast, uh, they really they really stuffed it up. So, um, you know, this is the very first, or this is part of the first incarnation of that Gold Coast. And uh, yeah, realistically, in that first incarnation, you only really had one pretty much one good season yeah yeah uh, and the rest was just all garbage yeah yeah well look you know as a Parramatta fan i'm very grateful for the gold coast being around because it's it, it saved <laughs> us from some spoons back then but uh you know uh I, oh, well our only, our only saving grace was having west around at the time but uh unfortunately that didn't last too long no that's i mean true. uh yeah west was lovely too yeah i mean look at and you go through the things go through these cycles and you know i i feel like it just a terrible time for them to come in and uh, and everything that sort of happened. Uh, look, how how did you become a, a Gold Coast fan? Uh, but, well, I've, I've lived on the Gold Coast since okay. um, 1981, basically. Uh, and I played I played rugby league um, up here and oh, down here because I come from Rockhampton. And um, as a kid, and was just you know always wanted to wanted to be involved. And yeah, that was sort of the only place we could go. Um, and yeah, I sort of managed to get managed to ball boy a couple of couple of games, and cool. yeah, Wally Lewis was my favourite player of all time, and you know, just sort of yeah, it was the obvious choice, even though they sucked. <laughs> oh, you didn't go, and you didn't go Broncos when with Wally Lewis being with them first, or no, I was a kid, so I just followed. Uh, like I, I probably, I you know, I did a little bit. I was, I just, I just Wally Lewis, you know, I was, I was Wally Lewis fan. Back then, so when when um, when he left the when he left the the, um, the sea, well, we we used to go down and watch the seagulls or the giants and, and all that all all the time anyway. So yeah. when he came down and played, and just sort of it just sort of um, solidified my my love for Gold Coast teams. Unfortunately, well, yeah, it's not. Um, I've got to say, sporting landscape, the Gold Coast teams don't usually do too well, unfortunately, but. Uh, you know, you never know. The, the Titans might might surprise us one year and and pull something out, and you know they might uh, get further than a prelim, and it'd be, be yeah. great times for them. I think twenty ten we really missed out. I honestly believe if we we beat the Roosters in the prelim, we we have a good shot of beating the Dragons that year, and they just <laughs> um, yeah they just choked. I think. So, well, look, yeah. I I can't do the 2010 season anymore. I've done it so many damn times. <laughs> I think everyone wants the 2010 season. I think anyone who's in the top eight believes they had a real good chance at 2010. It's... Yeah, well, I mean, it was it, 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 like, yeah, I think that 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 
that top eight. It was it was anyone could have won it that year. And oh well, I mean, we had the. I mean, the, I've had a Tigers fan talk to me about how they should have won it. Um, you know, and then and then I think uh, obviously you guys, you know, and I think. Uh, you know, it was Roosters fans also taking the 2010 season at one point. So you know, it, there's there's some interesting ones, and I think they, I think they beat Penrith on the way through, and Penrith had finished like second, and they sort of just fell apart at the end of the season. So I'm sure there's probably a Penrith fan out there going, "Yeah, 2010 was our season, and we we stuffed it up." So, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but yeah, look, going back to uh, around that time, around the the early 90s and uh, like 92. Um, yeah, I'm obviously you were probably too young, but uh, what's your kind of impression of of the '92 Gold Coast season? Uh, all, all I remember it for, I'm pretty sure that was Wally Lewis's last season. Mm. I think. Um, so that right. was just a farewell tour. Yeah, and because um, he was just going through a lot with his kids um, through there, so there's a lot of lot of emotions and and whatever and. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, we, we, we didn't have the greatest season, no, no. <laughs> to put it lightly. And, um, but yeah, like it was always the thing about Seagull Stadium was that despite how terrible they were, they always had, like, it always felt packed. Yeah. Um, it was a, it was a good little, it was a good little ground. It was in a great spot, a terrible, terrible transport wise, but, uh, it was in a great spot, you know, the club out the back and mm. all the players. And yeah, it was just really social. So, um, or I don't really remember too much exactly for about the season, but um, apart from Wally Lewis's last game, but yeah, that was um, that was pretty much all I sort of remember from them. Yeah, and I, look, we were discussing before, and we we couldn't remember which which game it was. Uh, we we seemed to have fallen that it was in round three, uh, but yep. part of, part of your anguish for the whole season is the Gold Coast got docked two points for a breach of the replacement rule. Um, who yeah, knows what? Been, eh? Yeah, who knows what the replacement <laughs> rule was in '92? Because I, I can't remember, but I, I have no idea. But it was it was common. I remember in that period, it was common for you know, maybe not always in the first grade. Maybe you'd see it in the reserve grade. That little star going, you know, deducted two points for breach of replacement rule. And I think a lot of clubs didn't understand what the replacement rule was because you came from the um, like in the late '80s. I think it was once the player was replaced, they were off. Um, and yeah. then I think there was like two replacements, two interchanges, and and I think clubs just kept stuffing it up. And of course, nowadays with your interchanges, you know you've got like a guy on the side who's got an actual guy whose job who's the interchange official, so he makes sure, sure yeah. you know he makes sure no one does the wrong thing. And it's still even then we've had what instances that that's happened. Um, but yeah, look, it was just the Wild West down there on the sidelines in '92, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Who who knows? Yeah, they, they, they're yeah. Just, they're exactly right. It was just a free for all. You're on, so they just run on. They don't. They wouldn't care whether there was 13 players already on the on the on the field running around. <laughs> they should just do what the ice hockey does. As long as um, as long as only you know 13 players are involved in the play at a time, you can run players on and off all you like. Yeah, that if you want, mate. That that makes that makes sense, doesn't it? Well, it'd be interesting. It'd be very fun to see because you could just what you could do is you just have one player. Uh, down the, down the end <laughs> yeah. of the trial line, and uh, all you do is if the team makes a break, you make an interchange, and the guy runs on to make a tackle. <laughs> Although he's got that, he's got like seventy meters of cat to go, so he, as long as, as long as you um every time you made a line break, you just keep running to, away from where the where the benches were, just in case someone came on. Yeah, <laughs> oh. I'd, like, I'd like to see, I'd like to see that happen. Actually, I'd just like to see Twitter 
um, oh, or something like that wasn't, even, wasn't involved. Meltdown, because <laughs> there'd be like there'd be like some rule to say that the guy running off had to get off within a certain number of seconds of the guy coming on or something, and there'd be like yeah. stopwatches and oh my god, yeah. Could you imagine NRL Twitter with something like that? I mean, the games. Oh. I shouldn't say it too loud because I think Peter Volandis might be like he may listen to this podcast and it might be happening next week. <laughs> <laughs> he gets all these ideas uh, from like... somewhere. I don't know where they come from, but I mean, I, look, I'm not saying he gets them all from me because. God knows what the NRL would look like if every hairbrain scheme I ever thought up was was in NRL. But um, it'd be quite well, interesting. I think he chooses give Titans automatically twenty points in the competition table. Oh, look! I'll give you guys twenty <laughs> if, if Parramatta have twenty-one. I don't mind. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Well, actually, you know what? That's quite interesting because I I have to thank uh, the Gold Coast for that replacement rule uh, problem because during that season. If you guys hadn't have been docked the two points, Parramatta would finish with a win spurn that season, um, which which does get us to uh, what happens with uh, you know what you've sort of well sorry what happened with the Gold Coast in '92. So obviously you guys finished with the uh, the bit of wooden uh, not silverware the woodenware I suppose yep. you'd call it. Um, but yeah, like I said, you know you actually didn't have the you still didn't have a great season but you didn't have the worst for and against and you won the same amount of uh, games as Parramatta did um I, I don't know whether that means anything in the whole thing if you come last or second last but I do remember at the time Parramatta being a Parramatta fan going geez I'm just glad there's this team called the Gold Coast because <laughs> we'd be in so much trouble we'd, we'd have so many more wooden spoons and you know like it just feels like as we saw with the like with Brisbane you know when that happened to them it just feels yeah. so much worse when you finish last rather than second last, you know. If you yeah. get yourself away from that well, last position. I think despite, I mean, there's, there's one thing that unites rugby league fans and that's watching Brisbane come last. <laughs> i tell you, that day, NRL Twitter, that's got to be one of the highlights of, the, of of any time I've ever been on NRL Twitter. That, that, is, that entire season, like just everyone getting behind the Bulldogs, oh um, coming in towards the, the final and then the Cowboys and... And there's always those nerves too. Like I think I'm pretty sure the Titans played them in the last five rounds or something like that. And yeah. um, there was just the nerves coming in. Like, don't be the one. Yeah, don't, don't be the one, be the that, one gives that gives them that win. Yeah, yeah no. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, a similar thing happened um, when we got the spoon in 2018 because the team right directly in front of us was Manly, um, yep. and and the whole season. I just had this feeling like if we could just jag one extra win, and we give and and gives Manly the spoon, I reckon that you everyone had their first ever spoon too. Yeah, and, that, and we just couldn't do it. Just just couldn't get there, and we ended up with the spoon again. And it's like fourteen for us, so you know we we we've done pretty well. We um we're the only surviving club like of all the surviving clubs, we have the most of them. So um you know the West Tigers don't don't claim all the Western suburbs spoons, but. Yeah, I think we've got 14 or something. 15, 14, I think it is. But yeah, too many. Way, way too many. Um, yeah. But I mean, this this is a this discussion we're getting into the, the bottom of the table here. So um, obviously the decision you make is not going to catapult the Gold Coast up into the finals uh, for 992. Yeah. Uh, it's only worth two points. Um, yeah. But it's going to be, it's going to make an interesting difference to the teams above you. So depending on, on what you've chosen... Um, it, it obviously makes an effect to to what to who uh, finishes in the top five and what position they finish in. Um, so yeah. which uh, I should actually what I might do, uh, I didn't do it last time and I might just quickly do it now. 
um, I was going to just give everyone the list of of what you what you were presented with. Um, so you had five different games that you could choose from. Uh, you had yep. round one against Manly, which was a 28-22 loss. You had the round two against Brisbane, 24-18. Uh, you had round seven against Penrith, 16-12. You had the round 13 against Canterbury, which was 20-16. And you had the round 19 against Cronulla. Um, I did also give everyone the option if, if you drew, you wanted to, um, to win the draw. Uh, no one took me up on that. I'll just tell you right now. Um, because that's just stupid. But I thought to give everyone yeah. the option just in case they wanted to. Um, so out of those five, uh, which one did you end up choosing and do you want to give me a little explanation of why? Well, um, being a Gold Coast uh, through and through and spending my whole entire life playing sports against Brisbane teams, uh, I chose round two against Brisbane just basically because it would have been, I'm pretty sure it was, that club's first ever win against the Brisbane side. Yeah, and it would have been um, an amazing win, and it would have been, like you said, during the Wally Lewis um, tribute season, and he gets a exactly, win over the yeah. old club. That would have been very interesting. And, I mean, we I, I have talked uh, with the other people about, obviously we can't change momentum of, of seasons, but I'd imagine that if you'd beaten Brisbane in round two, it probably would have screwed their season a bit more than just one extra loss. So that would have been very interesting to see. Yeah, well, just the shame of losing to that side too for the, for the Brisbane side. They, they never would have heard the end of it. Yeah, exactly. Well, that would have been right. And, I mean, Brisbane, obviously, at the end of this season, finish on top of the ladder, pretty much breeze through the finals. Like, um, I mean, they, they do get... When I say breeze through the finals, they do... A few teams do cut them pretty close, but... Um, you know they they obviously go on and win the whole thing and yeah it's f- Brisbane's oh, first premiership so you know that was, that was that was a stacked side too but well that's, that's right it's just an elite yeah. an elite team and we'll see what happens in this because that loss again that loss for Brisbane I mean although it doesn't do anything at this you know this is the first one I've I've recorded uh, with Brisbane uh, getting a victory taken off them but. It doesn't take that much, and there's quite a few other people who have Brisbane as one of their teams because uh, basically the way that I worked it was I, f- I found the five lowest margin losses that every team had. Um, yep. So, And uh, look, even though you said they're a stacked team, Brisbane didn't belt everyone. There were some games, like, yeah, you know, the guys only lost by six points. So that's yeah. almost a moral victory, really, against Brisbane. And there's quite a few others that, that uh, had the chance to choose Brisbane. So... You never know if we if we get enough of you guys choosing Brisbane to lose, um, we may end up. I don't know if we knock them out of the finals. It'd be a big, big. Pretty much every one of the other fifteen would have to choose them, um, <laughs> but you could at least maybe get them out of the uh, the top position there and top maybe, four, yeah. maybe cause them to have to play an extra game. And the way we're doing these finals at the end is it's a trivia competition, so you know anyone can win. We don't. There's no. Um, there's no Alan Langer there to to answer the questions for you, you know, because he's he's yep. so clever. Uh, <laughs> so you just you know we're just gonna see. I, I don't know. I really don't know the trivia ability of anyone in this competition. So we'll have to just see what happens. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, um, look, I think that's a. I think that's pretty much going to answer everything we need to uh, about the Gold Coast and and why you chose Brisbane. And I think that's. Interestingly, I, I think that's probably the choice I expected you to make when I gave you those five. Um, yep. 
I didn't really think there was any any advantage for you to choose anyone else because you know basically just choose out of spite. That's that's always a good way of going. <laughs> that's what keeps us going at the moment. <laughs> that's right. And I mean, Gold Coast really didn't have any other natural enemies. Really, you know, there's not um, there's no one else no, around. And, and for a lot of the people that that haven't sort of lived on the coast before, like back, especially back then in the nineties, the, the media was all Brisbane centric. So. The Gold Coast were just, even though they were a joke, they were a joke in the media. Um, mm. And it just, it just, you know, it, the only time you just get constantly beaten down by the media and 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 just get, you know, just get belittled as as a club. And and it, you know, it, it just actually helped guys like myself and a lot of the people around my age group um, sort of just despise Brisbane. <laughs> As, as not only just a, as as a club, but as as like a you know just a, I guess it's like a, I don't know, it's kind of hard to say, isn't it? It's just a mantra. You just like yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean Brisbane, it's a different thing, but Brisbane is a bit like you know how a lot of people feel felt about Manly at the time. You know, it was for sure, yeah. same sort of thing. So you know, about almost but, like an evil, the evil empire sort of a. Yeah, setup, you know, like, but I suppose the difference is that there's only there was only two clubs there, so realistically, it'd be more like if it was Manly and another club that everyone else liked. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's what it would have been, um, rather than all the little factions that happened in Sydney. So yeah, like I said, totally I, I agree with um, you choosing Brisbane for the spite angle, and um, let's let's hope it works out for you. Um, we'll see if see if anyone else is deciding that they want to be spiteful against Brisbane because they were the premiers. <laughs> well, I hope they all do. <laughs> <laughs> well, we shall see. And it'll be, like I said, it'll be very interesting. Um, I've gone through it a bit before, but there's there's probably 11 or 12 clubs that have got a some kind of chance of making the, the final five. So, you know, unfortunately, not for the Gold Coast, but you never know. Someone might choose to, um, to take a win off Parramatta and you guys might not get the spoon. Ooh. Wow. You didn't get the chance to choose Parramatta, so that's why. No, yeah, no, that's fair enough. <laughs> but someone might. I mean, I mean, yeah, I was just trying to think who, who would be probably Penrith would be the only only club that would want to take it off Parramatta, wouldn't they? Yeah, I don't think many people got the option because Parramatta only won six games like you guys, so um, it it depended on how much people beat people by. But I think there is someone doesn't have an option. I'll have to have to remember who it is, but I'm sure someone's got the option to beat Parramatta at some point. Um, but yeah. yeah. Look, you know what? Um, if we got the wooden spoon, it wouldn't make much difference. Seriously, those years are pretty bad for everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm good. glad. I'm glad I was glad I was too young to really take it to heart back then. So. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Well, look. Um, good luck yeah. with the good luck with the Titans for the rest of the year. Hopefully, you guys learn Thank how you. to tackle people. Um, that'd be nice. That, that'd be helpful. And uh, yeah, yeah it'd be nice to see you guys in in the top eight uh, joining the mighty Parramatta Eels because you know t- this is our year, of course. Everyone knows that. Um, <laughs> oh, ob- ob- obviously not. We all know. We all know it's not going to happen. Uh, well, but I think it's going to be a rinse and repeat of last year, don't we? Yeah, probably. Let's let's just see. You never know. I mean, South look pretty yeah. good too, so maybe they can jag something from somewhere. Yeah. All good. All right. Well, thanks, Matt. I'll uh, talk to you later. Thanks, Matt.